You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. We're back to a game day edition of the HHC. Hornets continuing their long Western Conference road trip, visiting the Portland Trail Blazers tonight. We'll have our game preview for that one. Also want to talk about a rarity, unfortunately, for the team this year, but the full starting five, not only starting, but finishing a game on the floor. What does that mean for the near and long-term future for the Hornets this season? And speaking of the future, the G League Showcase took place in Las Vegas and a couple of Young Hornets players were involved there, Bryce McGowan's and Mark Williams. What were their performances like and what might they indicate for their upcoming play with Buzz City? Helping me on all these topics, he is the senior writer for Hornets.com as well as our good friend here on the HHC. Back for another two Sam's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, Sam Purley. Sam, thanks for joining us and a Merry Christmas to you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas to you and to everybody else out there. Hopefully everybody had a safe and relaxing few days off. Never a day off here on the HHC. You are, of course, with us on Christmas Day for our Christmas episode. That was a lot of fun. But yes, hopefully everyone else got some rest. We'll get ours in the summertime, hopefully late in the summertime. But one thing that might help it be a little bit later than unfortunately has been in recent years is some better health for the Hornets. And we actually got that the other day in the win over the Los Angeles Lakers, a 134 to 130 victory on the road against a Lakers team that is a little shorthanded, obviously, with no Anthony Davis, but did have LeBron James. The Hornets, for a change, had the full starting five that was projected heading into training camp and 
for the first time all season, they finished the game with that group at least available to be on the floor. P.J. Washington, Gordon Hayward, Mason Plumlee, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, all playing. They had previously started one game as a unit. That was at Denver, but of course that was the game where Terry Rozier suffered the hip contusion, didn't play in the second half. So this is the first time it started and finished the game available, and it ends up being a win. Sam, what did that result tell you about what is possible for this Hornets team now that they are healthier? I mean, it just gives them, it gives the roster and the rotation so much more flexibility with the lineups. And I think you had a lot of guys early on in the season, I'll, I'll pinpoint Terry and Kelly for first and foremost, when the team didn't have LaMelo, didn't have Gordon, didn't have a lot of these guys. I mean, you had to run the offense all through them. It just became kind of, I think, physical drain, especially with the schedule and all the traveling and things like that. So you can kind of ease the workload on them, those guys a little bit. Obviously, LaMelo is going to be the one that's kind of spearheading things, but have Terry play off him, Kelly play off him. Gordon, I think, has had a as a really good stretch of games obviously had the, the late bucket-ish sort of go-ahead basket the other night but had a big basket the other night against Sacramento as well to kind of put the Hornets a little further ahead and I thought P.J. Washington had a good game too against the Lakers so it gives you a lot more flexibility I, I noticed also at the end of the Laker game too Lakers went small the Hornets were able to go small put P.J. at the five Kelly at the three Gordon at the four too so obviously it just kind of goes without saying the more bodies you have the more options you're able to do and obviously when you have your best players available you should get good results too so the Hornets are getting closer and closer and I really like what I saw all the other night, particularly from Terry and PJ. I thought those guys had really, really solid performances against the Lakers. You and I are a little bit of a like mind on this because I also view it as not just what the impact is having this starting five out there. Obviously, you've got more talented players out there in the starting group uh, able to go head-to-head against these formidable starting fives that some of the other teams are going to put out there. Uh, but I'm with you. I think the impact on the bench, the domino effect, is really the the crux of it because Kelly Oubre Jr. scored just as much coming off the bench as he had been in a starter's role. He had 19 points. He attempted 15 shots. That was tied for the second most of anyone on the team. So it's not detracting from his ability to shoot and score the basketball. It just kind of puts everyone in a more normal role for what was expected of them this season and more opportunities to shine. Jalen McDaniels, instead of being asked to play 30, 32 minutes in a game, he's coming out for six-minute runs and playing 19 total minutes. And even though his scoring wasn't the 10 points per game we'd grown accustomed to with all those extra minutes uh, he was a plus 13 in the plus minus Nick Richards before he went down to the ankle injury which we're keeping our fingers crossed on uh, that he'll have a, a very quick recovery he was a plus 17 out there Teo Maladon in 11 minutes he's a plus four so I think the minutes played by the rest of the bench are more impactful given that they're not being asked to carry as big of a burden as they were when they're filling in for Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward yeah for sure i you know, kind of echo the same thing too. You know, people look put a lot of weight or sometimes a lot of weight can get put into who starts for the game. And, you know, with the way lineups are kind of constructed and, and you know, teams go big, teams go small, you know, guys get in foul trouble, you know, it, it ultimately kind of matters, I think, is who closes the game, you know, and, and at the end of the day, a lot of it can come down to matchups, can come down to who's on the floor from the other team too. I mean, we saw with the Lakers the other night, their starting center, Thomas Bryant went out. That kind of affects what the Hornets are going to do because now the Lakers go small, now the Hornets are going to have to kind of counter it a little bit too. So I think the Hornets 
Hornets have proven that they have guys that can step up and start if need be. Obviously, Kelly Oubre is the biggest example. Jalen has started games. If they needed Nick Richards to ever start games, I'd feel comfortable with that. Teo Maladon has started games. So I think it's encouraging, obviously, to see these guys and see these guys play healthy and to play well and to see the offense really. I mean, they scored 134 points in regulation and, and had a 40-point quarter, 37-point quarter in the fourth. So really good sign from the offense. You start to kind of see the up-tempo, the pace, the ball movement, things like that. I mean, this is kind of a lot of it is what we've been missing, and it's it's a good sign. I think this kind of play can be contagious because once you start playing well, you start getting into kind of a rhythm and a flow that hopefully it just carries on into the next game, into the next game, and then the Hornets can hopefully kind of go on a little bit of a streak here. We're 33 games into the season, and at the start of the campaign, most of the experts out there, the, the sports books and whatnot, had the Hornets somewhere in the low to mid-30s range for total wins. When we did our preseason podcast, we were somewhere around the 500 level, just above uh, somewhere in the mid to low 40s. 33 games in, so a lot of the, the book has been written, and the Hornets right now are 9-24. and 24. But now that they're healthy, and let's assume for the moment that good health remains, and you've got a starting lineup of P.J. Washington, Gordon Hayward, Mason Plumlee, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, for the next 49 games, what do you think is possible here for this team? Can they make up this gap that they have unfortunately had created for themselves with all the injuries? I think anything is possible. You want to be playing your best basketball at the end of the season, and if you are, then you're going to give yourself a chance. I think you saw that last year. I think a great example last year was New Orleans. I think they dealt with a lot of injuries to start the season. Obviously, didn't have Zion the entire year, and they went on a run at the end of the year. They got hot. They got into the playing tournament. They won a couple games, and then played a really competitive first-round series against the Phoenix Suns, who I think were the number one seed in the West, too. So I remember a few years ago, too, another great example is I think it was the Miami Heat that started 11-31 and 31 and then went 31 and 11 in the second half of the season missed the playoffs by I think one game and it came down to the final day too so there has been a number of examples of teams you know for whatever reason start the season with bad luck and everything kind of comes together and they start rolling and then they're playing great basketball come January come February come March which we know is when the Hornets are going to have a lot of those home games too so every team I think is inevitably going to hit a big patch of tough play or tough schedule or tough injuries you know the Hornets just happen to be at the very start of the season it kind of put them in a little bit of a hole and it's an uphill climb moving forward too so in terms of what i think is possible you know i'm going to take the easy way out and say i don't think there's really a number that i would put on it but i do think if you have everyone stay healthy there's no reason this team cannot be playing its best basketball come the all-star break roll into february roll into march start sacking some wins you never know things can change i mean we've seen so many times in the standings one team could be in sixth, they don't play for one day, and then they bump down to tenth, and then they win, and they go up third the following day, too. So just keep making progress. I know it's kind of the coach speak, but keep making progress, and hopefully everyone continues to stay as healthy as possible. That is the main thing. Hornets right now 9-24. and 24. They were 8-24 and 24 before that win, so uh, maybe one step closer now to a nice 24-8 and eight run to even out the record. We shall see. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the NBA G League Showcase, a couple of games for the Greensboro Swarm, and a couple of young Hornets stars featured in those performances. We'll talk about them next here on the Hornets Ivecast, brought to you by Senta. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with 
Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next-generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Sam Farber and Sam Purley here with you on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets G League affiliate, the Greensboro Swarm, participated in the G League showcase out in Las Vegas. Went 1-1 one and one there, uh, taking a loss against the Sioux Falls Sky Force and scoring a win over G League Ignite couple of Hornets players were there, Bryce McGowans and Mark Williams, and we want to take you through their stat lines and, and what it might mean for their future. So we got Sam Purley again here with us from Hornets.com. Sam, I know you were watching these ones for sure. The Hornets affiliate lost the first one against the Sioux Falls Skyforce. Uh, that game was really pretty close until the fourth quarter where things slipped away, but some decent stat lines for some of the marquee players. Bryce McGowan's had 18 points, three rebounds, three assists, blocked a couple of shots. He did go one for seven from three, which was not the best, uh, but from two-point range, he shot six of eight. Mark Williams, 18 points and nine rebounds, three block shots, nine of 12 from the floor in 25 minutes, and that was really his first action in a long time since spraining his ankle. So that was game one. Swarm ended up taking the loss in game Game two, they went up against the G League Ignite roster, which would have been a lot of fun to see the Hornets youngsters and, uh, and Swarm players go up against Scoot Henderson. Unfortunately, he did not play in that one. But Bryce McGowan's and Mark Williams, they both put on a show. McGowan's finished with 28 points, two rebounds, seven assists, and three steals. Shot 12 of 21 from the floor, two for seven from three, a little bit better there. Mark Williams, even bigger stat line, 29 points to go with 17 rebounds, seven of which were offensive, and he was a plus 28 in the plus-minus category. Your thoughts on how those two players in particular and the Swarm in general performed out in Las Vegas? 
Well, I think it, it obviously it works out great kind of being on the West Coast. I think these guys flew out with the team and then were able to kind of dip over to Vegas for a few days, play a couple games and then rejoin the team. And yeah, I think it's great as, as long as, you know, the, the more reps they can get. I know we've talked about it a lot, but just play basketball, get reps in. We've obviously talked a lot about how the Swarm and Hornets run similar concepts. All the terminology is virtually the same, too. And I know for Mark in particular, he's been dealing with an ankle injury. I'm not, I think it's been a couple weeks or so that maybe he hasn't really played any game action. For Mark to kind of get out there and to really not even look like he missed a beat, I mean, this is what you want your 15th overall pick to do. You want him to go down there and completely dominate, particularly in the game against the Ignite. I mean, to have 29 points, 17 rebounds, 17 offense, it'd be plus 28 and miss only four shots out of 17 in 28 minutes. I mean, you could look at that line score, not even watch it and be like, I think Mark Williams kind of dominated this game too. And for Bryce as well. I mean, again, we've talked a lot about him this season, how even we saw it all the way back in summer, the guy that just looks like he belongs. He's gotten great feel he plays with great control great speed and doesn't feel like he's sped up at all like kind of a normal rookie too so for those guys to go out there and to perform the way they did and, and to both have a really good performance against the ignite to kind of close out this portion of the g league schedule and the, the showcase cup was really encouraging too so kudos to those guys i know it's been kind of challenging going back and forth and for bryce in particular some nights is in the lineup and he's in greensboro and he's on the bench so anytime you can get those guys reps do it and they're taking advantage of it and every, every and the last thing is everything we've heard about is these guys have been super receptive to going there they want to play they want to get better they know that this is kind of sometimes part of the the process you come in and you might not play right away but you know you go to the g league and you kind of get those reps in too so big shout out to those guys for kind of embracing it when it is you know kind of a, a tough situation sometimes yeah, they certainly have had a great attitude about the whole way and are doing the things needed to have an impact on their Hornets' future. Unfortunately, injuries tend to be the reason that young guys get opportunities. We've seen all too much of that this season, but there is the potential. We don't know anything officially, but Nick Richards, of course, did not finish the last game against the Lakers due to an ankle sprain. We, again, have not heard anything. We're not trying to speculate here. We'll uh, wait till closer to game time to hear the official word from the medical staff, but let's just assume for a moment that Nick Richards were to have to miss for a game or two. Mark Williams' stat lines look really good in the G League, and I know that they are very, very different levels. There is nowhere near the NBA-level centers lurking around at the G League, so it's a different class of competition. But in that win over G League Ignite, in which Mark Williams had that monster stat line, there are some recognizable names that play the the big spot. Sharif O'Neal, son of Shaquille O'Neal, is on on that team. Eric Mika, uh, former BYU center, he's over there. So uh, some players that have some pedigree to them, and Mark Williams clearly held his own. Sam, your thoughts on the readiness for Mark Williams to potentially play his first meaningful minutes of his career in the coming days if that opportunity should arise? Yeah, it's exciting too, and I think uh, I think Steve Clifford mentioned a couple weeks ago that he recognizes that Mark is really the only guy on the roster thus far that has not really gotten any sort of extended minutes or game time or meaningful action. A lot of that is just because of injuries. There's been injuries at every position right now except for the center position. Obviously, until the other night against the Lakers. Mason has played, I think, every single game this year. Nick had played every single game this year, and those two have been playing at a really high level, and it's just unfortunate for Mark because, obviously, you don't want those guys to be hurt, but, you know, in terms of Mark being able to play right away, you know, it's just kind of a logjam. The only action he's really seen is in games that 
the outcome is either more or less already decided too. So in terms of his readiness, I mean, I, I think he's ready. And, you know, there's obviously going to be some bumps and bruises along the road. There's going to be some growing pains. I think for centers coming into the league, it's there's a little bit more of an adjustment. There's obviously the physicality, the sort of defensive anchor stuff, calling out, reading things, you know, the back to the basket, pick and roll. I mean, it's so much different in college. The spacing, I remember Mark saying in summer league, the spacing is so much different in the NBA than it was in college. College, it's all kind of cluttered together. NBA, I mean, everybody's kind of spaced out, you know, doing four out, five out kind of stuff too. So I think you and I both think that he's ready and we're excited to kind of see him play. I mean, everything indicates how he's played the G League that he's obviously a very, very talented player with a very bright future in the NBA. So I'm excited to see him play. You know, hopefully Nick is all right. And if Nick is ready to go tonight, then obviously that's great. But you know, at some point, Mark will get his chance, and, and I'm excited to see it when he does get it. Perhaps it'll be tonight when the Hornets take on the Portland Trailblazers. As you mentioned, we're rooting for good health for Nick Richards. He has earned every minute he's gotten out there on the floor, and we're hoping he continues to play at that high level. Wouldn't it be nice to have three centers capable of posting a double-double on any given night? Uh, that might be in the future for the Hornets, certainly based off the G League Showcase event. Uh, we saw some great things from Mark Williams and from Bryce McGowan's as well. Again, that opportunity, though, for Mark, it might be coming sooner rather than later. Hornets taking on the Portland Trailblazers in the first post-Christmas game of the season. And we will give you our game preview when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
Sam Farber and Sam Purley here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets are in the Great Northwest tonight. They'll take on the Portland Trailblazers. Two teams met once before back at Spectrum Center, a 105-95 to victory for Portland. Uh, that was one that I, I remember the Hornets being particularly disappointed in the outcome, uh, even though the Hornets were down several superstars. They only had Terry Rozier from the big three, uh, but Portland was down some significant pieces from their starting lineup. Yes, Damian Lillard did start and did have a, a strong game with 26 points and knocking down six threes, but there was no Jeremy Grant. There was no Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, there were some some players that you, to be sure, if you're a Portland fan, you'd like to see out there if you're trying to get a win. And they weren't available, and yet Portland still was able to come away with the victory. So we've got our game preview. We need stat to watch as well as players to watch. Sam Purley, where would you like to begin? I'm going to start with Hornets player to watch, and my guy's going to be P.J. Washington. It's been a uh, you know tough couple of weeks, I think, stemming from the previous Clipper game. I think was his last 20-point outing before he kind of broke out a little bit. Had 24 points the other night against the Lakers, 8 of 13, shooting five rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks. Did a little bit of everything. I want to say he started 0 of 3 from distance and then went 3 of 3 afterwards. Hit a lot of big shots there in that fourth quarter. I think he had 10 points and a couple dunks had a big and one there. So I want to see P.J. Washington get going and be aggressive. Something else I noticed the other night, too, is 13 free throws combined the last two games, which is three more than he had in the previous nine December outings, too. So an aggressive P.J. is a very good P.J. for this Hornets team. He just needs to keep tacking the basket and knocking down those corner threes. I'm going to go with Terry Rozier for this one. Terry will be, of course, making his second start since coming back from the hip contusion, uh, but he looked like a, a completely different player, and he was a high-level scorer, clearly, all season long, posting some really strong numbers north of 20 points per game again. But the efficiency had gone down, and that's because so much of the focus for opposing defenses had been placed upon him, and the ball was in his hands all the time. And that's not something that he is hesitant about, or or, or the team should be, for that matter, because uh, he's done a great job in those roles. But he's been at his best in his Hornets career, at least in my opinion, when he's paired with a playmaker like LaMelo Ball or a Gordon Hayward and can be more on the receiving end of the passes rather than the main distributor role. He can do it all, but that game he had against the Lakers was one of his best of the season. It was his second highest total for made threes, knocking down five in eight attempts. That was one of his best efficiency marks over the course of the entire regular season. 23 points, still distributed the ball wonderfully with six assists. Um, I think he just had a great, great game. And he is someone who, as much as, if not more than anyone else, is going to benefit from the healthy starting lineup finally being back in order because a lot of the pressure is off of him to do everything. So now he can put more of his focus on the things that he does better than anyone else on the roster including knocking down big threes I love it I think Terry was really really good the other night and I definitely agree with you with him and kind of LaMelo playing that chemistry together you start to kind of see the flashes of the Terry that we know hitting big shots in the fourth quarter pulling up in transition knocking down threes driving at the basket and I think again going back to an earlier point with the Hornets not needing him to carry so much of a workload with more guys back I think is only going to help him catch a breath a little bit play off LaMelo a little bit more play off Gordon a little bit more and I think we're going to start seeing more and more of the Terry that we saw in that Laker game the other night where would you like to go next a blazer to watch or a stat to watch 
I'm going to go Blazer to watch. Uh, Jeremy Grant, I don't think he played in the first game in Charlotte back in November, but been really impressed with the role that he's been able to find with the Blazers this year. He was in Denver for a little bit, then signed with the Pistons because he wanted a bigger role a couple years ago and put up a lot of big numbers. They're really impressive, but uh, the Pistons really weren't winning any games, and it was kind of hard to tell. Is this just great stats, bad team kind of situation? And he ended up getting traded to Portland in the offseason, and he's kind of continued those numbers and has really kind of helped produce in a much more high-end competitive winning environment, averaging almost 22 points per game, 48% shooting, four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, great three-point shooter now. Not part of his game early on in his career. Career highs right now in three-pointers, 2.6 per game, and he's shooting 44.3% from behind the arc, which is also career high and eighth in the NBA too. So really good defensive player as well. Can switch, go from anywhere from two, three, four. Jeremy Grant is, is, is a really, really good basketball player, and I think he's kind of slotted in there that four right now against P.J. Washington, but really talented player and has been a great find for this Blazer team this year, and they've kind of been trending upwards. Grant's a big reason why. Good pick. I'm going to go with Dame Lillard because that's the easy answer in this one. Uh, Lillard, he's a magnificent player, one of the best of his era, no question about that. He's averaging 28 points per game. He's shooting the three as well as he ever has. He's right around 40% from beyond the arc and just a dangerous, dangerous player. And when he really goes off, I'm talking 30 points or higher, uh, the Blazers are just incredibly hard to beat. They're 6-2 and two when he scores 30 or more, closer to 500 when he's under 30. So, you know, even if he gets up to 28-29, the Blazers are, are not as formidable, I would say, uh, without him there. And he's had several games that he's missed over the course of the season as well. So this Portland team, uh, they are performing uh, pretty well, all things considered, with the injuries that they have faced. Uh, currently sitting at 17-16, and 16. they're right in the heart of the play-in tournament bracket on the Western Conference side and uh, a team that with their superstar at the right level uh, can really do some special things last but not least we need a statistic to watch my statistic to watch is going to be the Blazers defense and we'll go back a little bit got off to a 10 and 4 start this year everything was kind of humming along really well got some injuries schedule has been really tough I think they have the most road games played the season at 20 went on a little bit of a skid I think they've lost three in a row but since that 10 and 4 start they've gone 7 and 12 and they're 26 in the NBA in defense at 16 116.9 defensive rating too so I think the Hornets this offense the way it's kind of humming right now I think we can get the Blazers on their toes, get them in transition, start pushing the pace like they did against the Lakers the other day. The key to kind of keeping that formula together is when you get those baskets, the Horns got to do a better job of getting back. Once you make those baskets, it gives you a chance to kind of set your defense on the other end too. So I want to see the Hornets take advantage of this Blazers defense that has not been playing very well for the last month, really struggling towards the bottom of the NBA since November 17th too. So Blazers defense, get that offense rolling, get humming, get moving, push the pace, and, and then kind of use that to back up your defense and get some stops and just kind of have the whole thing, I guess, get in a circle, kind of build on itself. I'm going to go with three-pointers for this one. Charlotte had been at or near the bottom of the NBA in three-point percentage for the bulk of the season. In fact, they still are. They're shooting just 32% from beyond the arc. But with the return of LaMelo Ball, he's made four or more threes in each of the six games since he's returned. Uh, It has certainly given a boost to the team's three-point shooting and the shot profile, as Coach Clifford likes to talk about, that they're getting to attempt. I think it's no accident that the three highest 
total made three games for the Hornets this season have all come since LaMelo Ball has returned. And it's not just him, it's the kind of shots that he makes available for other players, including Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, and P.J. Washington. So I think the three ball can really be significant here. It wasn't much of a factor in the first meeting between these two teams. The board was really the reason why the Hornets lost that one. Charlotte did a decent job on the offensive glass, cleaning up some of their own misses, but Trailblazers at the end of the night ended up winning the rebounding battle and just shot from inside the paint at a much higher clip than the Hornets did. I think this time around, the three ball is going to be more of a significant factor, and I think it's something that the Hornets are in the best position now that they've been in all season to really compete and contend with a team like Portland that does specialize in this. They've got the second best three-point percentage in the NBA and one of the all-time great shooters in Dame Lillard. So that's the stat I'll be watching for tonight. We hope that you've got some coffee going, those last few leftovers from your Christmas holiday dinner. Get them ready for some late-night Hornets hoops as Charlotte takes on the Portland Trailblazers. We know for sure when the game's all over, Sam Perley will have the write-up on Hornets.com. Yes, absolutely. I will be there late nights. I love them. Let's keep it going. I'm excited to get everybody home. And again, once again, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure to have you. Thanks to Sam Perley for joining us, to Rob Longo, our producer, for putting this podcast together, and most of all to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying once again, hope you had a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow for another edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.